dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb the podcast that didn't win a super bowl but had a lot of fun during the game i'm joey and i'm sean and Sean, you're extra tickled because you were rooting against the 49ers. Maybe not necessarily <laughs> for the Chiefs, but at least against them. Yes! At the 49ers. That's, I didn't, that's not my saying, even though I say it. Uh, a great uh, social media account by the name of Trap House Sports. He's also a depressed Cowboys fan. And he <laughs> made a music video called F the 49ers. And I'm not using the word F. He used the full word. And I've been jamming out to it all day. Because that's the 49ers. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the one line of... Oh, I need to look this up to make sure I have it correct. Oh. You texted it to me. Bow, 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 bow. Y'all some booty cheeks. <laughs> with, with booty bleeped out, like, B asterisk, asterisk, T-Y cheeks. <laughs> yes oh man um yeah i was um i was rooting for the chiefs whoever won the uh afc championship so whether it's the ravens or the chiefs i was rooting for in the super bowl didn't want the lions winning the super bowl because uh come on dog it's the lions they can't they can't get a super bowl this century before the cowboys do then the 49ers 49ers and cowboys are tied uh with the same amount of super bowls 49ers and the cowboys were Arch rivals. 49ers, I think, are the first team that made me cry uh, watching a sport event when they beat the Cowboys in the in 1994 uh, NFC Championship game. It probably took place in 95, but the 94 season NFC Championship game. Didn't cry. Didn't watch the Super Bowl the next the two weeks later. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the only Super Bowl I intentionally didn't watch. Because I was sad that the Cowboys lost in the NFC Championship. I was seven. This is how much I was in the sports. This is so dumb. I could have been enjoying my childhood, but no, I was crying because the Cowboys lost. Sean, if only you had a team like the Chicago Bulls growing up that just won ah, every year and you took it for granted. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's what the that's what maybe the Chiefs have. I mean, uh, no, no real offensive threats uh, except for the fourth quarter of Mahomes. And they're still winning two Super Bowls, you know, back to back with the likes of uh, Kadarius Tony and Skyler, what's it, Sky Moore. And then this year, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling making one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. Uh, first and 10, catching a seven yard pass and it being second and 14 the next play. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. But, but yeah, Valdez Scantling and McCole Hardman with the game winning touchdown. If you remember, McCole Hardman in that. Bill's game, uh, two games prior, uh, fumbled at the one-yard line. He fumbled twice, but the, the first one he got back, and then his second touch, he fumbled at the one-yard line. I was like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> and he ends up being the hero. And Kadarius Tony not even getting dressed because they knew this man has tipped too many balls in the air into interception. So uh, <laughs> they had one of their best playmakers uh, not suited up and won the game uh, despite not having him on the field. And it seemed like Nicole Hardman didn't realize they had won the game when he scored. Yeah. These new overtime uh, rules were confusing everyone. Like, do we win? Oh, do I jump? Oh. Yeah. He said on uh, NFL primetime uh, after the game, he interviewed with uh, Chris Berman and 
uh, Booger McFarlane, he said, yeah, I kind of blacked out. I don't know what happened like after I caught the ball. <laughs> he doesn't even remember. I can imagine being that excited. But, yeah, yeah, he doesn't remember immediately after catching the touchdown just because it was such a such a moment. Yeah, at least he's got video replay to relive. Yeah, said moment. I was just, I was just hoping, like, what if somebody in my head? I was like, man, what if somebody catches the ball and they're running to the end zone and they pull like a who did it this year? The guy on Utah uh, in college football dropped the ball uh, before crossing the goal line in celebration. I was like, what if that happens in overtime in the Super Bowl? And instead of <laughs> instead of winning the game. You lose because it's a turnover and the game's over. Like, oh, it didn't happen. I, NFL players not named Deshaun Jackson are smarter than that. So, um. do you do you think because Deshaun Jackson also had the play when he was in Cal where he like cartwheeled into the end zone? But in, <laughs> in college, if you like the ball's down where you start the cartwheel, so I guess that one's not as dumb because you still have the ball. Whereas dropping yeah. it, <laughs> yeah. dropping it before you go into the end zone <laughs> is pretty bad. It is wild every time I've seen that. Or you get the yeah. uh, the guys that slow down to like ten oh, yards and away. Oh, get caught! And oh, get, the like, guy with the bears. Cockpit. Yeah. Uh, was that a punt return or like a field goal block return? It was Something a field like goal that. Yeah, it was like it's like end of the, the half. End of the half. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's. <laughs> Just oh, well. I'm picturing our flag football league doing something like that. And I just oh. don't know if there's anyone with the athletic ability to chase someone down. <laughs> I know I sure didn't. Someone got like two steps ahead of me. I'm like, they're gone. <laughs> they can make it. Happen. Not catch it up to that. <laughs> I think I used to try that early 20. Sean could probably do it. Uh, Post ACL. Sean was like, yeah, there's no point. <laughs> chasing someone down the field. Yeah. I think at some point like you post acl i think me just i don't know late 20s i don't know if there was any defining moment it was just i think i did try running after someone one time and was like why did i do that now i'm just tired yeah now i'm hurt get there there's also the very humbling moment i did a great fake lateral one time where i fully turned around i was like lateraling it back to someone and just held on to the ball and faked the guy so bad like he toppled over Oh, and no. then he still caught up to me and pulled my flag, which felt like not that much further down the field. Like, I didn't move <laughs> oh, that no. far from this man. And I was just like, mm, I'm going to say this guy is in very good shape, but I think it's it's mostly me being in bad shape. Oh, no. No, no, no. Say, say you were in great shape to pull out that fake, but he just wanted it more. He did. He just wanted it more. I wanted it less. And that's, well, yeah. that's how it works. That's how it no, works. It was a... It was a good sports weekend. I saw the uh, the Warrior Suns games. Steph Curry hitting a. Uh, it, do people count it as game winners if it's not zeros on the clock? They, I, everybody gets Steph crap for not being able to hit game winners, but he always hits a game leading shot with like less than a second left. But they don't. I guess those don't count as game winners. Um, I mean, that has to count as a game winner. I, I forget what the actual criteria is, and I feel like everyone also just mix it up sort of like everyone yeah. has their own criteria of what Under it 10 is seconds. but yeah i would say if it's the last shot of the game that your team takes yeah. and, and it goes in it's probably a game winner game winner if the All other right, team yeah. gets a chance and misses it your shot was a game winner yeah yeah by yeah. definition by definition 
Uh, yeah, sorry for the quick detour. That was the only other sports thing I could think of over the weekend that wasn't the Super Bowl, but I did have some observations during the Super Bowl broadcast. Dumb observations uh, from Sean. Let's go. Dumb observation. Number one, um, how different would it be if, you know, Travis Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid, yelling in his face? What would that have been like if he had lost? And if people are just giving him a pass because he's Travis Kelsey. I think uh, it was A.J. Brown who tweeted, A.J. Brown, receiver for the Eagles, who tweeted, if that had been me, they would have kicked me out the league. I'm like, uh, he <laughs> might be right wrong. there. He might be right. And the biggest thing I've seen on Twitter, like, uh, Taylor, this is a huge red flag here. You might want to rethink some of this or have a conversation. Uh, but, yeah, Travis Kelsey, um, he, it's the Super Bowl, dog. You got to know you don't care. You can't be doing that to your coach. Andy Reid is old. And Andy Reid, like, uh, during the Super Bowl celebration, laid down on Chris Jones, and it took him forever to get back up just because he's old. <laughs> You can't be doing that to your coach, Travis. Um, I, I, I also the the two things from that that I've enjoyed was after the fact they were both you know played it off as like ah you know good fiery competitor. Yeah, Andy Reid said uh, that he was off balance, so that's why he fell. And then I don't know if this was a mistranslation of the quote or this is what he said, but he said it felt worse than it looked. Which I think is uh, the opposite of what he was trying to say. It looked worse. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, "Wait, Andy, are you trying to tell us something here?" And then I've what also enjoyed uh, Ariel Nissenblatt, who's one of the biggest voices in podcasting, has been just having a great time with the the still image of it and adding her own commentary to it, like in oh. all caps, "Sir or Madam, can I promote your podcast? I have seven years of experience. Do you have an Apple podcast?" And I'm <laughs> I love the idea that Travis Kelsey was just yelling about podcasting. <laughs> his own podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you subscribed yet, Coach? Come on. Yeah, as they're losing. Uh, there's a bunch of Temu coming. I think that's how you pronounce it. Not Timu, but Temu. You'd think you know because they were so many and they said the name every time, like multiple times, but. What do they do? Like, what is it? <laughs> I haven't looked into these claims, but. According to a quick internet scan, it was it's basically Amazon for Walmart shoppers is oh. is the consensus that I've seen. <laughs> so the the idea of shop like a billionaire seems like a very misguided quote for them or tagline for them. And then I've also heard that I uh, perhaps all or at least some of the things they sell are probably made in sweatshops and they're maybe not oh. a great company to support. And uh, I I also enjoyed, I think this was a tweet someone had just written, that uh, Temu used your credit card data to fund their Super Bowl commercials. Because <laughs> oh. I guess they collect a lot of personal data from people in order to use their shops. But some people were saying, I've bought stuff from Temu, and I it's been great quality, and it's fine. So okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess you can get some cheap knockoff, probably sweatshop things from there. That's my uh, ill-informed uh, opinion, just from about 10 minutes like 10 of minutes? scrolling the internet. <laughs> another uh, another dumb Super Bowl observation uh, I had was my stomach. All right, so <laughs> I saw the menu prior to arriving. The menu was, there's a buffalo uh, dip, 
and there's going to be some pizza rolls, and there's going to be some little cupcakes, and uh, a chili, uh, our host's famous chili. Um, people, listeners, you might not, or you do know, I have a sensitive stomach. Um, I eat like, I eat crazy. I eat all the junkest foods, and I just don't care. But looking at the list, I'm like, oh, okay, those are just like hors d'oeuvre, but there's no like real meal. There's no like pizza. There's no burgers. So I'm going to need to eat because I'm not going to get full off of chips and dip. And so I ate Whataburger on the way down there. I, I didn't have to get a patty melt. I didn't get anything large like that. I got a, a Whataburger Junior with some fries. Um, but I, so I had that and I showed up and I started eating some uh, chips and dips. Uh, the chili was there. I didn't get to eat any of it. There's, at first, I didn't want it because I knew, man, I'll have to blow it up if I eat this chili. And so I didn't eat chili, but by the time I wanted some chili, the chili was gone. I was like, well, that's what I get. Uh, there's this cookie dough dip, which I'd never heard of, but I dipped Teddy Grahams in it. It was great. Needless to say, third quarter comes around, and my stomach is talking to me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. Um I don't have to use the bathroom, but you know there is some. Uh, there may be some uh, noxious gases floating around that could be uh, released. And so you know, I'm like, you know what? I've been holding it all quarter. This game has been boring. This is a great time to just you know take a stroll outside and uh, and come back in later. And I only announced to one person that I needed to go outside, and that happened to happen to be Joey, <laughs> uh, my podcast man. I was like, I got I got to step outside right quick because I've been holding it in. So long. Step outside. Ten seconds later, come back inside. Run to Joy to let him know. It had sunk back in. I couldn't do anything. It went away. Like as soon as I stepped outside, I didn't have to. I had to fart no more. It was just like now, just up in my ribs, and I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I waited too long. I waited too long. And this is when the game was really boring. Like there was plenty of opportunity to do this because it was a defensive struggle, fumbles and uh, incompletes and punts. And uh, record-setting field goals, right, one right after the other. I had plenty of time to go release myself outside, and then the, when I tried to do it, it was too late, and it, you know, inhaled itself back in. Inhaled itself. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a tough tough life there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was tough. What else was tough was playing these squares. And uh, somebody here won something, got the first place prize, first quarter prize. Someone else didn't get anything because he didn't arrive as a couple. And so the couples who had double the spaces are the ones who won. I think two of the times I think it wasn't, there wasn't an actual winner. It was the, it was an open square. So it was the person to the right of it. Right. I think. Oh, I didn't know that. That sucks. Boo. I think so. I think the three zeros, the second and third quarter, the three zero scores were. I'm just being a hater. Our hosts were very generous. They, they, we played squares and we didn't even have to contribute any money to the square we were playing. Who does that? Our hosts. They were fantastic. Our hosts uh, made all this food and clean. I asked if they wanted help cleaning up. They said, no, they got it. They were fantastic. And a clarification too for squares in case. I don't oh, yeah. know what that is. It's literally a row of, I guess, 100 squares, right? Because it's 0 through 9. No, 81 squares. No, yeah, 100. It's 10 by 10. Yeah. 0 to 9. Yes. And Chiefs have one axis. 49ers have the other axis. 
and you just randomly pick some squares. Normally, like Sean was saying, you have to put money on it. You pick, you say, hey, this square looks like a good square. You put your name in it, and then they randomly select what numbers are going to go on each square. And you look at the ones digit of the teams at the end of each quarter, and wherever those numbers intersect, that square wins. So if you got a zero for the Niners and a six for the Chiefs, and it was 10 to six, Niners winning, you win that square. And so I won the first square because it was zero, zero. (laughs) I did not know I was picking the zero, zero square, but it turned out to be quite beneficial, especially when a team scored 12 seconds into the second quarter. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, the the numbers randomly assigned. You don't know what numbers you got. So Joey won the Taylor Swift blanket. Who hits? Wait, the picture you sent me in Merlin, was he in that blanket? No. No, oh, no. He was, okay. on a, he was on a different blanket. His dogs are going to love it. Yeah, I might have to keep it, too, a little bit. I think maybe it'll be a good <laughs> blanket for me that Merlin burrows into. Oh. Uh, he was trying to get into a blanket earlier today, and I was like, you can't be treating the Taylor Swift blanket like that. Like He was like <laughs> really like clawing at it, trying to get in while I was sitting on top of it. So I could have just moved, <laughs> made it easy for him. Oh, no. But I tried to teach him to be a good boy and wait, and he didn't. What else? Uh, Super Bowl should be on a Saturday because I got home at 11 o'clock and thank God I'm on a drinking break because I would have felt I felt bad this morning and I didn't drink. I had to be at work at eight. I got there at 815. Nobody cared. But uh, yeah, getting home uh, on a Sunday night that late and like I didn't immediately go to bed. I had to see some post game reaction. I had to look on Twitter to see some uh, look for the memes. I saw the Kelsey meme. I saw a bunch of uh Chris Jones crying me like I had to you know log on to see some reactions and I don't know what time I went to bed but it's just like man I wish it was I wish it was a Saturday and not a Sunday yeah just very lethargic the next day and and then lethargic on a Monday it doesn't set you up well for the week NFL is all like well viewership is higher on Sundays dog it's a Super Bowl it, whatever day is played on we watching like it doesn't have to be on a Sunday man like. I don't understand college football playing the national championship on a Tuesday night all the time or Monday night. I can't remember. Put that shit Monday on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on Saturday so people can tailgate like they do the rest of the season. Ah. Yeah. That one's more strange to me. I feel like that it's always yeah. on a Monday night instead of on Saturday, like on most Saturday, college like football. When college football is like, ah, whatever, whatever. But, you know. We're not here to fix problems. We're here to just call them dumb. <laughs> Sometimes we can fix problems. What did you think of the halftime show? Halftime show, loved it. Didn't know Usher could skate. I think of myself as a very good skater. I couldn't do none of that shit they were doing. They went in between legs. Will I am out there with a helmet? I didn't know who it was for the longest time. I'm like, man, who is this? They were like, without the dreads, he doesn't look the same. Both Will I am and Jermaine Dupree. I feel like probably didn't need to be there, but we're, yeah. <laughs> we're largely there. Uh, at least in Jermaine Dupree's, I think, was just as like an act change. Like he was basically like, hey, Usher's got yeah. dressed in something else, so I'm going to say something. I loved, uh, I, I knew every Usher song. I don't, and I don't, I'm not really that super big, super Usher fan, but I knew every song he did. Um, oh, I did. Oh, you didn't? At first, oh. I think the first three songs I didn't know. It wasn't until. Um, I don't even remember what it was. The first song he did that With I Alicia knew. With Alicia Keys? Did you know my boo? No, yeah, I know my boo. I, oh. It was just it was just the first couple of ones. 
because I had made a, a little side wager uh, with a friend on the first song. And I, I guess, yeah, which I thought would either be the first or the last song. Happened to be the last. Was, was right on the last. I know. In retrospect, yeah. very obvious. Um, their guess was You Remind Me, which I, when this this first song started, I was like, I don't think this is You Remind Me. And then, I, and then like, it got to the chorus and I was like, I don't, I don't know what song this is. So I maybe I, I don't remember what the first song was. I think it was the first three. If we can find a, a list of his songs. I thought the halftime show was very enjoyable. Uh, we got Alicia Keys looks really good. Uh, I'm sure Swiss Beats was getting hit up like, hey, man, tell him to get off your girl. I'm sure uh, he was aware of what's going to happen at an Usher show. I sent you a meme of how sweaty Usher was. And it looks like he was just leaving for the show. Uh, that was us with the meat sweats back in our day of going to that restaurant. Um, Usher took off his shirt as predictable, very in shape. He even had a sweaty arm and was like flexing his bicep as he was holding a microphone. Like, I know what you're doing right there, Usher. Um, I think my I've favorite done this intro. this move before, Usher. I've seen yeah. <laughs> it. Lil John's intro into the show was pretty hilarious because he was just in the crowd on top of somebody's shoulder, just shaking up up and down, like turned down for what? Like, yes, this is perfect, Lil John. Of course, Ludacris showed up. I was happy to see Luda. It was Afro Luda, uh, Chicken and Beer Luda. I was happy to see him. Um, I didn't know who her was. I had heard, heard of her, but uh, I d- didn't know what she actually looked like. Uh, so it's, once I quick Google, like, man, who's this lady on the guitar? I was like, oh, it's her. Uh, and I saw, <laughs> I saw a tweet like, man, there's a real who's on first situation going to her with people asking who's her and people saying her. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was it. Um, again, that's the roller skating part was what impressed me the most. Um, and he looked like when he was ro- so he was he had took off his shirt. He was singing. Then like uh, I think I guess Will I Am started singing. So he went into the costume change and came out with roller skates and a bunch more clothes on. Then like would have should have worn him out, but like he you know he's usher. He got it. He he did his thing, and I really enjoyed it. It was love in this club was the first. Oh, I knew. Yeah. I also I only know that because of college. College, when I go to Sixth Street, they always had love in this club on. I think before I really even heard or like was super familiar with that song, I had heard someone made a super cut of it, or I guess not a super cut, a a remix of it with the office intro song. Yeah. I I was like the like and then i was like man this song sounds exactly the same and then i was like oh wait they just really like interloped that very nicely the actual song does sound a little different but the the rhythm is still kind of there i enjoyed this exchange as well in our um our office was was discussing the show initially and i i had missed uh i guess i wasn't paying that much attention to Ludacris's outfit I was just enjoying the performance, but apparently he was in football on the top, basketball shorts on the bottom, and then like Arctic boots or something. That it was works. So now I gotta go back and look. I know. I, I need to. I need to look this up again. But my um, my coworker has a daughter who I believe is five years old. Recently turned five, and said that uh, she loved the red lady best. And this morning said her favorite was when the white man hugged the red lady from behind, meaning Usher <laughs> hugging Alicia Keys. <laughs> and then <laughs> she said, like many, she too felt Alicia and Usher had some real chemistry. And yeah. so my coworker, I said they were friends. When her came out, she was like, is that another friend? 
<laughs> I should didn't hug her, did he? I don't think so. Oh yeah. Okay. She just did the coolest guitar playing. Like I'm too cool to play this guitar, and I can't do that. Yeah. I can't. I don't you think I can play you do full that in, your, in your band. I mean, I guess if I was if I practiced a lot, which I'd probably do if I was playing the Super Bowl, I <laughs> I could maybe play a song fully without having to ever look at the guitar. But I feel like I, I could definitely play some notes. But then I'm like, let me just double check every. Okay, okay, we're still good. Yeah, yeah. We're still good. Keep it going. And she was just like, Nah, I don't need that. Oh, so you got to keep your hand on the green button, and then you got to move up to get the orange. And I know, and then if you slide far, then it's like your pinky is just touching the the bare neck of the <laughs> car. Then, and you're like, "Oh no, no, no!" Uh, but yeah, extending halftime show. A lot of people critic, of course, the talk shows, of course, and I could have called it. This is dumb. It's, a, of course, you're gonna just do either Tom. You got to compare Tom Brady and Patrick Holmes. Is he the GOAT yet? Like, why? Why Y'all couldn't think of anything else to talk about. And the other, only other topic is, did Kyle Shanahan cost him a game? Man, coaching is hard. I, I, these Monday morning experts, uh, morning morning quarterbacks or Monday morning coaches make it like, no, you have to. That's so dumb. You got to you gotta kick it off in the, in the overtime. Uh, you can't take the ball first. And when you hear Kyle Shanahan's explanation for why he took the ball first, He's thinking they're going to score a touchdown. So if the Chiefs score a touchdown, then uh, and they don't go for two, then the uh, 49ers get the ball back and they can kick a field goal to win. That was what he was trying to do. Obviously, it didn't work out because his guard missed the block on third and four near the goal line, or else they got two wide open people for Purdy to throw the end zone. Like coaching is tough, man. Like don't I hate it that so many people act like they're so much smarter than probably one of the top two coaches in the league right now. Like I think those Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan are the best coaches in the league right now. And people uh, next day are just saying what they would have done. Cause they're smarter than they are. I mean, I know you get paid to do that. I know it's an endless job, but like this sort of stuff to talk about. And, and that was like a, the most pressure situation. I, I was watching a game. You could see on the sideline, you know how pressurized it was. Somebody was about to run up to the field and rip his Achilles. That's how stressed that was. You saw like Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey just the game's still going on, but it's so like intense that their head is just in their hands because they know that every play counts. And I just hate that the next morning people think they're smarter or better than the people that perform. Bill Barnwell made the very good point as well with taking the ball first. That part of the reason might have been that. Did you see how tired that San Francisco defense looked? They just had to. Yeah, they were gassed. They just had to go against like a length of the field drive and. I think that gets overlooked a lot too. Is like these players are human as well and right. get tired and maybe, you know, it's harder to play defense. Not maybe it is harder to play defense than offense. And you are uh, tired. Man, your team needs a little bit of a people, rest. People so used to playing Madden with no fatigue on, they think you could just just have the same players out there running the same plays all the time. Like, no, these dudes are these are get tired. They're playing an extra quarter. Let me throw my no offsides on so I can run up against the imaginary wall yeah. <laughs> the line and just time it perfectly. Get all these sacks. Oh, man. Um, yeah, uh, I mentioned the torn Achilles. I think the dumbest thing I did was look at that, find that replay on my phone and look at it. And I was like, let me be sure what happened. Because, like, they didn't show it. They showed it once, and I was kind of the, t- the TV. I mean, I wasn't, like, completely looking at his leg. I was like, what are they showing? Oh, no, he went down. 
so I looked it up on my phone and I focused in on his leg that was pushing off to run into the field. And yep, yep, that's his Achilles. That's that Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, uh, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant. That I saw that happen. And I was like, oh, why did I look at this now? Watch, watch it. That's ah, uh, damn. That sucks. That has to suck. That's got to be the worst feeling. Like, yeah, he played one possession. They played well. I mean, they first forced a turnover. And, like, going out there for another series, and it's over. And now for, like, the next six months, you're in rehab. Yeah. Like, it's got to be the worst time to Yeah, the biggest game of your life. And you don't even get hit by somebody. You just run into the field from the sideline. Cruel. Football is cruel. It is. And it's dumb. Thankfully, none of the halftime performers tore their Achilles, because I was thinking about that. Like, if a football player does it, you know, they stop the game. But, like, if a halftime performer... They were like doing flips and shit. What if like what yeah, if do you just tore, like, do you just gracefully get rolled off into the yeah? What happened? They just don't show it again. They just yeah. they just never cut to that part of the field for the rest of the show. That would be rough. Yeah. That'd be rough. Oh well. Or if like Alicia Keys, while she's playing piano, she had that giant cape blanket dress fall. Yeah, it just pulls her back. Yeah. What if she gets <laughs> flung back? Like, oh. All the logistics. Also, it would have been very uh, fitting 20-year anniversary of the Nipplegate incident if Alicia Keys did that to Usher to get him shirtless, ripped him off, and then made a statement like, Justin Timberlake, you really blew it 20 years ago, not defending Janet Jackson. And I would have left it. I would have gone nuts. That You know what? I haven't even thought of that. That would have been a great idea. America wouldn't have cared. It's male titty. We can see male titty all we want, but woman titty, oh no. Do we have any sports quotes? I don't know if I have a good sports cliche, but I'm just oh, going to I'm just going to generally do it as the soft heartstring tugging music that many commercials use. Cuz you you basically huh. either have emotional or funny is the two Super Bowl routes typically of what what you go with. And the right. funny ones, I think, pulled it off pretty well. I, I remember right. liking most of the commercials that I saw, or at least not, you know, it wasn't like the year of crypto where it's just a QR code bouncing around and that's the full commercial. I, yeah, see, yeah, that's over. Like, they would never get that again. I thought there would be at least one crypto commercial, but nope, nope, there was not. That was great. But like the Duncan commercial was good. Fantastic. Matt Damon apologizing. <laughs> for what they had to do it was great the uber eats where everyone forgets how to do stuff i thought was very clever oh, yeah. and a nice tie-in with usher as well forgetting that he had just done the half halftime show yeah and then the paramount plus one as well also very good oh patrick uh patrick stewart trying to throw stewart. um hey arnold, hey arnold. <laughs> i saw he someone be like I, I saw someone <laughs> i think this was on twitter as well Twitter's still good for this kind of... Someone was questioning the use of Hey Arnold. Like, oh, are people watching Nickelodeon again? And then one person was like, not a lot of football-shaped characters they can go with. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Arnold. Also, it's a great show. Yeah. I think they do nostalgia shows on Paramount+. Plus. They have, like, some... I don't have Paramount+, Plus, but I assume, like, Disney+, Plus, you can go back and watch old X-Men and Spider-Man cartoons. I'm sure Paramount+, Plus, you can go back and watch... Old Doug, Hey Arnold, Recess, and the like. 
You absolutely can. I my I think it was just my smart TV or something was doing some Paramount Plus. I think this was actually back when it was still Viacom, uh, but it was doing Ooh. like a some sort of promo, so you could you could try it for like a week or two. And yeah, it was just all old Nickelodeon. I think I watched some Ah Real Monsters. Ah, That's great Real time. Monsters, great time. Crumb. Well, Sean, a great Super Bowl extravaganza word went around that you're not doing fantasy next year so we're very excited there were people in the league there that were distressed and but i hope I got you stay strong I'm, I'm not playing this is it this is it unless i get invited into one of those guillotine leagues i'm interested in doing that i might try that once but as far as a full-on fantasy league I'm out. I'm not doing that no more. Get to league. If you lose once, you're out for the season, which I'm down for. Just get me out the league. But uh, you can only win. That's the only thing. Like, I hate having a terrible fantasy team and still having to play all these matchups, even though I just won. So I don't have a terrible fantasy. I've been in the finals <laughs> the last uh, three out of four years. Like, a, I'm pretty good at it. I just don't want to stress over it no more. So it's great. Sean with it. the Chiefs-esque dynasty. <laughs> run here maybe sean doing fantasy football in 2024 not dumb sports are dumb <laughs>